Well, now that all the launches have concluded, uh, I figure we go ahead and talk about what stood out among the launches. So, hey, Matt, how's it going? Hey, hey, before we get into the launches, and yeah, those they're going to be fun to talk about. There is one oh, yeah. thing. Last week we talked a lot about tires and this new the new tire going from thirteen sets to eleven, and then the uh-huh. uh, hards for uh, Q1, mediums for Q2, softs for Q3. Sure. So here's the thing. I missed one thing in this, and I read several articles on this, including the FIA (laughs) regs, but I missed one thing. How could you? (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, they're, they're considering this an RQF, which means it's a, like, um, some type of, uh, a review of the qualification format, you know, and what, what it is, is they are doing this this year, but, the part I missed, because not every article, miss, a lot of, I think other articles missed it too, like the one I read in like Road and Track. Mm-hmm. It's only being done in two races. Oh. <laughs> so they're going to pick, they're going to pick two races up to two. So it might just be one, but it, okay. it won't be more than two unless they change their mind, you know, later on. But, you know, it's going to be up to two races. They're going to experiment with this this year to see if they should roll it out in a uh-huh. in a larger degree in 2024. So So if, if I'm understanding correctly, the format is not changing apart from potentially up to two races. That's it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's actually an important bit of clarification and you <laughs> you'd think you'd think every article would include that towards the top. <laughs> you know, it could have, but it's one of those things that anytime it's mentioned it's like one sentence and then there's paragraphs about how all this works wow okay and, and so the fact that it's only two races is not emphasized at all so you know maybe i'm just wow. you know cya at this point but <laughs> yeah but it's like okay you know i missed that so yeah. i but i wanted oh, to hey. clarify that because we always say we are fans we're not f1 experts and if we make a mistake we will correct ourselves absolutely absolutely so i i appreciate that because I was under the impression that it was going to be for every race. So that's yeah. good clarification. So, okay. Cool, cool. So is there any other reg things that you wanted to cover before we got into the launches? Well, actually, you know, there is. So we've talked we've talked about several of these things. And I realized they didn't change a whole lot for 2023. Okay. You know, I mean, so there were a couple of, there's two more that we can hit really quick. And then we've kind of covered a lot of the procedural changes that they made. Sure, sure. And the one was that we have mentioned, and I I, I think I said, I'm not sure how it works. Well, I reread this and I think I was just overthinking it. And this is the uh, penalty confusion. Okay. And that was after last year's Italian Grand Prix, you know, where a whole bunch of drivers had power unit and gearbox changes and oh, they, yeah. you know, and they took drops and we, we didn't know who yeah. was being where and they didn't know where to put anybody. <laughs> okay. So here's the new clarification. And I'm gonna read it verbatim and then we'll we can talk about it if we need to. Sure. Classified drivers who have accrued more than fifteen cumulative grid penalty grid position penalties or who have been penalized to start at the back of the grid will start behind any other classified driver. Uh-huh. Their relative, and then this is the last key sentence, their relative position will be determined in accordance with their qualifying classification. Uh-huh. So if you have no penalties or less than 15, you're going to start wherever you qualified. 
And then if you have 15 or more, you're going to be arranged according to how you qualified. Okay, so so let me just make sure I understand this because it's kind of confusing, I think. But I, I think I think I understand it, okay? Okay. So I, I think what this is saying is if you have 14 or fewer grid places as a penalty, yeah. you get penalized as normal, and the normal rules apply to you. But if you have 15 or more... You go back of the grid, and everyone who has 15 or more gets arranged in the order that they qualified. Is That's that... my understanding. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> it think... got really confusing there, and I was like, wait, what are they trying to say? But okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, the problem is they don't discuss less than 15. <laughs> Right. So we have to assume it's the same as always, you know, so that's the caveat here. That's the asterisk. But assuming that that this is strictly for people that, you know, when they put them in the back, what they had done before is everybody was like, you're in the back, you're in the back, you're in the back. And they're like, how do we arrange it? I don't know. (laughs) Well, I think it was arranged based on like what time during the weekend you declared that you needed to take the penalty, which got really confusing. Yeah, they, they were they were flying by the seat of their pants at that point. Yeah, yeah. So at this rate, the, basically this is saying everyone should do the normal qualifying thing and yep. you'll just be arranged at the back according to how well you qualified. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. okay, that so, that simplifies things and that makes sense. So, okay, so, so that makes sense. Slightly confusing, but I think we got there in the end. <laughs> But at least hopefully we can all watch this. And then uh, I I would imagine starting within the first three races, we'll see this. We'll see enough examples where, you know, it'll be figured out. Yeah. Okay. Another thing was the more flexibility to cool fuel. Oh. In 2022, they created a regulation that basically said that the fuel in the car must not be colder than the lo- than the lowest of either uh, 10 degrees centigrade below ambient temperature or 10 degrees centigrade. But last year they said 20 degrees centigrade. So the bottom line is they were running warmer fuel last year. And that is why we saw some of the fuel-related issues that led to reliability issues and overheating. You know how there were oh. these fuel... Pr- yeah. Okay. Because they're running hotter fuel in the sense that they're running more synthetic fuel, mm-hmm. and that tends, like ethanol, burns hotter. So is that what was related to, I, I remember early on in the season, there was a couple of issues that Red Bull had. There was Alonzo at, yes. I want to say, Australia, where he had a flying lap and had a fuel some fuel pump failure or something like and that. And I, I think Ferrari had some of the same issues too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, where the fuel was kind of boiling or something and not vaporizing correctly. Who knows what? But sure. Okay. Anyway, so they're giving them another 10 degrees Celsius of cooling for the fuel. Okay. Which, you know, it should, should prevent. So it's like it may not eliminate it, but it, you know, I think that they, it was just something that they did and then they didn't realize how dramatic it was going to be. Sure. So it's supposed to improve reliability of the cars. Okay. And then lastly, there's there was a thing on gearboxes where last year you could only change pieces in a gearbox for safety purposes. However, comma, due to component like components being unavailable, like OEM parts were unavailable due to shortages, due to COVID and all these things. Mm-hmm. Now you'll be able to replace parts. You know, like if a part needs to be replaced and there's one unavailable, you'll be able to use a different part. Previously, you can only replace part for part. Hmm. And now you'll be able to use alternative parts if the OEM part is unavailable. But what kind of alternative parts? A part that gives more performance? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no it won't be to increase performance. It'll be to, you know, like a, 
something uh-huh. that you know like if there's a part of the transmission that says okay we can't run without this part but it's not available and then but you have another part that somebody else might say hey that that, that the part's a little bit lighter that might give you an increase in performance they're going to allow it if if the original part's unavailable without incurring penalties i could see teams gaming the system around that but we'll we'll see how that plays out i guess i i think it's more that they were being inadvertently penalized and so they just wanted to straighten it out. I think taking yeah. taking that concession and then gaming it would just cause massive problems. Well, that's what teams do. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. They will take any concession. We'll see. I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not going to assume evil of them, but you know, um, yeah. It, no, I know. But in Formula just teams One, find advantages everywhere they can, and yeah. so I don't know. Okay, so now. We can go on to the launches. Yeah. So I want to start with Ferrari because I think that one was the most exciting, probably out of all of the launches, to be honest. Like it was it was outside and like there was a crowd and they they drove the car. Like, how cool is that? (laughs) Well, they had. Yeah, it was the as far as I know, the first and only outdoor launch that's been done. And they had this gigantic grandstand of Tafosi with placards and. And they all were in synchronized with their placards. And it was yeah. very exciting. True. It was, yeah, yeah. They were into it. And it was, you know, people were cheering. And it was an exciting event. Absolutely yeah. no question. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I think one of the coolest things. And now I did personally like the kind of darker, almost maroon red. But it appeared to me. Now, maybe it was just the, the lighting on the day. I don't know. But it appeared to me that the livery, the 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 paint, the red, was a slightly brighter shade of red. Not quite the Michael Schumacher red, but yeah. closer. Well, you, you had mentioned that to me, and I honestly couldn't really tell a difference. I think it might have been what you said a minute ago, the due to the, the outside launch. I think it's yeah. still matte. It's certainly not shiny. It is. It is a matte but finish. But they yeah. may have changed the hue slightly, but... Um, we'll have to wait and see. If so, it was very subtle. Yeah, because like when it was in the shade, it looked the same. But when it was out in the sun, it looked brighter. But that could just be because of it being in the sun. I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. It's been so long since you've seen a red car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. that could be it. But that was cool. I mean, Leclerc got to take it around their test track there, and it, it looked pretty good. I didn't see porpoising, maybe minimal. Okay. But he also wasn't giving it full beans, so we'll have to see. Well, I liked but, I liked the Ferrari launch, but I got to be honest, one of my favorite launches was the uh, Alpine launch. Really? And I liked their launch. And you know who I was impressed with was good old uh, Esteban Ocon. He really? Was, okay. He was a natural speaker. You know, yeah. and he's welcoming Gasly to the team. But I was really impressed with him, uh, his okay. ability to handle a microphone, talk about himself. A lot of the drivers, um, even Lewis isn't great at that. He'll start repeating himself at some point in time. Yeah, it's not a gift everyone has. So. No. And, and and like I said, Lewis has like three or four talking points. And if you keep asking him questions, he starts repeating those three or four points. You know, I'm, I've noticed. And which is what I, you know, I, I, I'd be lucky to manage that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's not like the whole world's not watching your launch, you know? <laughs> right. So, yeah. but, but I'm telling you, Ocon was like, He's like, hey, we're great here. Welcome, Gasly. We used to race when we were kids. And, you know, and they were kind of bantering, but like, how were we when we started, you know? 
That's and, cool. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it was very, very friendly, very genuine. And, yeah. uh, but the whole vibe from that car. And what I also liked is they had the technical director get up there and he basically goes, we've redesigned this car from start to finish. And so I'll start at the front and he just kind of hit every section yeah, without giving away the bank. But he discussed, we made changes here. We made changes here. We made changes here. We made changes here, but he kept it interesting. That's not easy to do. (laughs) (laughs) No. And the team principal said, look, you know, we got fourth last year, which was great, but we did it by the skin of our teeth and at the, took the last race to do it, you know? Yeah, which and is true. And he's like, we absolutely, you know, are hoping to do better with that, you know, this yeah. year. So I honestly think they're going to be a strong team this year. I have high hopes for them. See, here's the thing. They were a strong team last year, but they yes. had so many reliability problems that they they could never capitalize on it to their fullest extent. And so I, I think that's the biggest thing to watch for is have they fixed the reliability? Yeah. Because yeah. if not, then... Well, let, 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 look at look at Ferrari. If, if they hadn't had their... True. You know, their logistical issues and reliability. Oh, true. They, yeah. Man, they would have been, it could have been a much bigger battle between them and Red Bull. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it was cool. I still can't get over how ugly their paint job is. Wait, who's the, that? the Alpine. The Alpine. Well, they had two different ones. Which one did you not the, like? The pink one was mostly fine. It was not great. I have, you know, it, but it's, it's mostly fine because it's mostly uniform. It's the other one where you're taking these like totally different hues of colors. And I, I maybe not hues. Uh, I don't know. There's like a, the kind of pink is not the same kind of blue that they have. And when you put them together, mm. it's like too contrasting and it just, it's, it hurts my eyes. And I, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> well, I, I really did. I liked the car on the left that had the blue on the top no, of the, on the, the top of the, one. I liked it. I liked it a lot better than the full blown <laughs> pink one. Right, now we'll just have to agree to disagree. I, I understand on that, one. that BWT, that's their logo. Uh, the better water technology, I believe, is what that stands for. And, yeah. And the purpose of that company is to do away with plastic water and plastic water bottles and allow you okay. to filter water, you know, without having to use that. So, you know, good cause. Good for them. Yeah. And um, something the FIA teams, like their team has eliminated plastic water bottles from their team and they've saved something. They said last year they estimated it was something like 7,000 plastic water bottles, you know, that they didn't use last year. That's cool. Yeah, because these guys are traveling constantly, so they're always li- living on this kind of water. But they use the products that their sponsor, <laughs> their their main sponsor, they use their products, and apparently it works for them. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but um, the full pink car, I believe that the team principal Otmar Zafnauer, what he indicated is the um, that that the full pink livery would be in the first race, and then in maybe a couple selected races. So primarily it's going to be the car on the left that has the blue on the top. And the reason I kind of like it is I like the Benetton car. And the Benetton car, again, was a fashion car, kind of like Alpine. You know, so they had, you know, 80s type, you know, primary colors, you know, a lot of those on it, you know, because it was, you know, a design car. So this kind of, you know, it's to me, you know, vaguely reminiscent of a Benetton car. So... Yeah, yeah, except I'm so. looking at the pictures of the Benetton car, and like they're all primary colors, and they're, right. the colors kind of work together. Well, yeah, but. but it was also 
primary colors that were popular in that era of time, you know. True, true. So, because you know how fashion changes all the time. So, sure. Maybe in, in Europe, these color schemes are the way to go nowadays. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> if, you're, maybe. if you're a young person or something, I wouldn't know. So, I'm not a young European. So, I'm an old American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only wear red, white, and blue. So. <laughs> That's right, brother. <laughs> hey, I was a kid in the 70s. So I'm pretty much earth tone guy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, but that, so, okay, let me ask you this. What, what was your least favorite uh, launch of the season so far that you saw? Well, I, I will admit that I didn't get to see all of them, but okay. of the ones I saw, I mean, I, I want to say Mercedes, but I, I really do like the look of their car this year. It looks awesome, but their launch was just, it just seemed really dull. It was hideous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it looked to me like it was a funeral. You know, we're gathered here today to. <laughs> it wasn't um, that bad. I mean, come thank on. Thank you. Thank you for coming, ladies and gentlemen. We're gathered here today to introduce no, the W14. <laughs> oh, and the car was in black, too. Oh, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, the, the car now, it's kind of funny. The car, it's not that it's they have a black livery. It's they have no livery <laughs> except, <laughs> except for the piping. In other words, to save weight. Yeah. So they are concerned about the performance of that car to the degree that they put the minimal amount of paint necessary to keep their sponsors happy. <laughs> yeah, they have some of the Mercedes logos towards yeah. the back of the car, but it is almost and they got that that ribbon of They have the Petronas logo, you know, the yeah. obviously the, the you know, the primary sponsors are, you know, prominently uh, delivered on there. And those those ribbons of teal across it but and that was beautiful. I love that teal color. I love the color of yeah. their stage and the color of their, you know, the lights. And I love that color, that teal color. Yeah. So their their launch from a visual perspective, like if you didn't have sound on your TV, it would have been great. <laughs> yeah. The problem is if you had sound on the TV, <laughs> it was like a press conference. Oh, man. <laughs> it was like listening to, a, you know, a, basically, yeah, it was like a Fox News event. You know, it's like, eh, you oh, know, geez. you know, or whatever, CNN, you know, and just saying it, yeah. it was like a, it was like a press event. <laughs> no, you know? I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like <laughs> It just wasn't exciting at all. And yeah. I don't know what to make of that exactly, you know, but anyway, so. So I, I agree with you. That was my least favorite launch only because it was underwhelming. but. My initial reaction was, oh, they're really concerned about this car and they don't want to make a big deal of fanfare about it after getting spanked last year. Oh, that could be. That but could be. then, but however, comma, after they took the car out on the track at Silverstone, they were just raving about it. So mm. that car to me is a mystery. It's where, you know, they, and the other thing though, that was interesting is they're pretty much rocking the zero side pod concept again. They are, except that the side pods to me look a bit bigger. And again, again, I'll say it again. Yeah. I'll, I'll get tired of saying this. We don't know what these cars are going to look like until Bahrain when right. the, the race happens, not even preseason testing. Right. The race in Bahrain is when we'll see the final or, or at least the, the actual look of the car, right? It, but it appeared. It appeared that the side pods were a bit bigger than they were last year. Right. And that's interesting to me. I, I think 
I actually really, really like the look of the car. I think yeah. it looks awesome as a non-technical person. <laughs> but, uh, it's a great looking car. No question. It's a beautiful car. Yeah. You know, but we'll just again, have to see how good it actually is. You know, I, you know, like I said, the, the original, you know, when Aston Martin first launched their British racing green, that was a beautiful car. It didn't mm -hmm. do much on the track, but oh. it sure was good looking. <laughs> Aston Martin, dude, their launch, that is a beautiful car too. Talking about beautiful cars. Oh, that, that was a great launch. I love yeah. their launch. That was another really good one. Yeah. It was exciting. Yeah. People clapped. There was loud music. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I was expecting confetti. Maybe they had confetti. I can't remember. But yeah. And I don't know something about the, the green. I don't know if they changed it or if it was, again, just a lighting thing. But the the, the green just really popped. It looked awesome. On it's that a car. pretty car. It seemed like yeah. it might be a tad darker, you know, to me. It than might it was be, actually. Yeah. yeah. Just a just a slight shade darker. But I. And uh, the other thing that was impressive was uh, Mr. Stroll. I thought he did a great job of explaining mm -hmm. who he is and his commitment to the sport and how long he's been around. And I came across a little more impressed with him. You know, not not that I wasn't previously, but I thought you know sure. he did he did well for himself. Seemed very genuine and honest. And Fernando, he was very excited to be there, and they were certainly happy to have him. So yeah. Well, um, I mean, you would be, right? He's Fernando freaking Alonso. Well, right? there's, you know, people saying, oh, the, you know, he only went over there because they gave him a two or three year contract or whatever, you know, as opposed to, you know, um, Alpine was only going to give him a year or something. It's, but it, Which, it's more than I that. mean, yeah, it is, there is more than that. I, I mean, Alonso's the kind of guy where he's not going to go, I just don't think he has it in him to just be a back marker for a paycheck. Like he's yeah. too, he's too hungry for that. We even saw that just last year where he was putting in some of the best performances of his life, honestly. Yeah. And he just didn't have the car under him to do it. He he DNF yeah. so many times due to mechanical issues. What do you think of the Haas livery? The Haas livery is one of my favorites. If I had to rank them. That's pretty a pretty wild departure. It's well, it is, but it isn't. There's a lot of black in the in the Haas. Yeah. But where there hasn't been in the past, so that is a bit of a departure. Yeah. But it still keeps like the white and the the tiny bit of red and the, the yeah. bit of blue. So I like the Alfa Romeo. They added more dark and gray and red to their I really like the look of that car too. Yeah, that's that's been a theme. Look, black is I, I am unironically a black is my favorite color kind of person. I love black on everything. It looks great. Yeah. And so the more black in your livery, the more happy I am. I love right. it. Well, <laughs> but and remember, if, if they ever find a way to make carbon fiber, anything other than black, you won't see as much of it. <laughs> I know. I know. Don't don't give but, them ideas. <laughs> but that's that's the uh, I'm sure they've tried, but they just yeah. can't do it. Yeah, something about the carbon part of carbon fiber. <laughs> well, yeah. And that yeah. is the thing. Like, there's so much yeah. exposed carbon, I assume, for weight reasons. Yeah. And it's crazy that they're on that fine a margin that they need to do that for weight like well i'll tell you another underwhelming and we should have talked about this like we should consider this before we say for sure mercedes was worse what about mclaren that was kind of a black that was know. one i did not watch okay i didn't get a chance to watch that one well, so. they, they don't seem to be really enthusiastic about their car <laughs> That yeah, was the, I mean, that was the other thing. It was like, eh, you know, we're not exact like, you know, we're not where we want to be right now. You know, like 
And it's like, that's not what you say to launch. And there was, you well, know, it's like, true. there's still some things we have to resolve. And I didn't hear that from the other teams. Yeah. It may, may be true, but it's not something you say to launch. And honestly, yeah. based on the performance last year, I think is, I really think McLaren is going to surprise us with, I think they're going to struggle for the first half of the season. That's my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could, it, uh, yeah, McLaren, it's, it's one of those things where maybe they're doing the under promise over deliver thing. But you again, to your point, you don't want to be saying stuff like that right. during your car launch. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But and it's in comments surrounding the launch and things, you know, just overall what's been in the news lately is that they just don't seem thrilled about the car. Yeah. You know, I think Williams has a hopefully they can improve you know they they're getting some different people in there yeah you know but williams was you know solidly back in the pack hopefully that's not the case anymore but you never know i still expect that to be the case just because haas has made a step forward last year and hmm. maybe they won't hang on to that i don't know but there, there's just too much other competition and while williams will probably be better i don't see them being so much better that they're better than the other teams, but maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. I don't know. Hmm. Well, remember they only had one driver last year. <laughs> yeah. In a, in, I mean, there is that. So yeah. I think they're going to do better this year than last year. I hate to say it. Oh yeah. What am I saying? Logan Sargent. He's American. Uh, Williams is going to do great. They're going to win races. Logan yes. Sargent is going to win races. <laughs> They'll be fine. I was going to say, <laughs> come on, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I forgot my patriotic duty. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see what happens. But Alpine seemed thrilled. Ferrari seemed thrilled. Uh, Mercedes mm -hmm. seemed, you know, just, you know, whatever. At least and confident <laughs> in the car, but maybe not having a good show of it. But their launch was like, a, like I said, it had the feel of a press conference, unfortunately. And yeah. I felt bad for the presenter. You know, the presenter gal was she was great, but, you know, she just couldn't seem to drum up any life out of the crowd the people that were there and yeah. you know there was something else i don't know if anybody else noticed this but there was this guy in the very back of the crowd that was drinking a beer and put <laughs> a bottle of beer My and whenever man. whenever My like man. you know they they honed in on total wolf and they was asking him a question if you look in the back there's this kind of tall <laughs> chubby guy just you know downing this bottle of beer and i'm like this is just unprofessional. <laughs> My man. <laughs> like, what a guy. I would not want to be that guy because he's going to, you know, they're going to, someone's going to point that out. Like, dude, you were not supposed to be drinking once we all stood over here. You know? <laughs> and, uh, oh, what? Nobody told me, you know. <laughs> what a legend. What a legend. But yeah, yeah. But it was just kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know. It just, the whole thing yeah. just kind of made me laugh. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So, but we'll see. We'll see. I, you know, the, the Mercedes car, I'm telling you this, it's either going to be like, oh my gosh, they're back, or it's going to be like, uh, they're like, still in trouble. <laughs> I don't think it's going to, and it's going to take a few races before we determine where they're at. We, I'm not going to draw any conclusions from the first race or two. but Yeah, let, let's not forget that the first three races, Max Verstappen DNF'd twice. Yeah. And and Perez DNF'd once in the yeah. first three races, and then they go on to just dominate the rest of the year. So, like, we, 
good point. That you can't you can't draw too many conclusions too early on. But but by the time you get to the fourth or fifth race, you start to see patterns developing. I I'm a pattern guy. I look for patterns, so I can't true. really get a you can't get a pattern out of one race. Yeah, true. But all I can say is, if you pray, pray for rain. <laughs> if you know a good <laughs> rain dance, pray for rain <laughs> or dance for rain every dance single race, <laughs> dude. Yeah. The more rain, the better. As is, it's not going to happen with the Middle East races, but it could happen in Australia, though. So yeah, I mean, who on. knows? Yeah, yeah. So if you had to pick, because again, we don't know what these cars are finally going to look like. Blah blah. But as far as the liveries go, if you had to yeah. pick a favorite livery out of all of the cars, which one do you think would be your favorite? Well, the other well. <laughs> How about this? Before I answer that question, should we talk about Red Bull at all? We talked about them last time. Did we cover them last time, or should we just we, move on? We to covered question? them uh, when they're when they launched. Yeah, they just put the old car in new colors, and it was typical yeah. Red Bull. So we'll just we'll just move on. In case you guys are wondering why we didn't talk about Red Bull, go to episode twenty-seven. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So which which car was I the most visually impressed with? I gotta be honest. I'll I'll give you my top three. Sure. Um, yeah. Number one. And I hate to say this because, you know, we're <laughs> closet Red Bull fans, but I love the Mercedes <laughs> only yeah. because I love that teal color. And I think having the predominantly black carbon fiber look with the teal accents, that, that's a beautiful car. It, it really is. There's yeah. almost no silver on it, if any at all. It's a beautiful car. And, you know, just as color goes, as livery goes, you know, from a standpoint of just wow you know it's a it looks amazing yeah so it 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 really did and i and i even like like i said their stage and the lighting they really emphasized the black and the teal and i love that mm -hmm. color so that to me was it was impressive mm -hmm. um the second car i, I kind of liked the alpine well you know i'm gonna go with alfa romeo i really did like that i was gonna say if you said alpine we're gonna have some problems <laughs> <laughs> well that's my second i haven't got to the third yet. no <laughs> so <laughs> so um yeah and then for third i'm gonna have to go with alpine so <laughs> no <laughs> in the blue one not the all pink one but the oh, one that has geez. the multicolors and yeah, I kind of like no. that. I'm, I'm a I'm a multicolor kind of guy, you know. I don't know, man. <laughs> so, so Mercedes, Alpine, and which one? Uh, Mercedes, Alfa Romeo, and Alpine. I'll say, you know, as far as colors go, Alfa Romeo was a good one. The the yeah. red and the black just really work well. I, I like yes. that one. So yeah, I liked it. What about you? What are your top three? I'd also have to pick the Mercedes in there somewhere, but I think my absolute favorite number one is honestly the Alphatari. Huh? I love the look of that car. Okay. And I've heard some people roasting it online, and I don't get that because to me, it just looks awesome. I really, really like that one. I don't know that I've had a look at the Alphatari yet. So well, you, keep, you should. You keep talking and I'll look it up real quick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then second one would probably be the Mercedes. And then third one. Mm, it's kind of a toss up between like Haas and Alfa Romeo. And you know what? I also got to give an honorable mention to the Aston because the Aston looks really, really good this year, too. Well, that's true. That's true. It does. But if I had to actually pick one, probably Haas. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. For your third? For third. Yeah. I'm looking at the Alfa Tari. So you're going to get a real time response. All right. So and of course, half the time. You look at these and it turns out to be last year's car, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that is a pretty car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. They added in lots of red accents, and I think it really worked. Yeah, they got the red accents, a little bit of white and black. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really, really works because they took contrasting colors, but in the same kind of. Yeah. I don't know what the technical term is for colors, hue, saturation. I don't know. But they they had them finished in a way that they actually work really, really well together, I think. Yeah. And it looks awesome. It looks awesome. Yeah. Well, so. you know, at the same time, I'm still going to have to go with Alpine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I, uh, I really like that. Their livery. I really liked it. Oh, boy. So it, it's a, I just, there's something about it that's, you know, not the all pink, you know, again, you know, I'm qualifying that here. The all pink is a little too much pink for me, but I kind of like the mix with the blue and the, I, I, I do like the multicolors. I'm going to put them third. I'm not going to make them first, but no, you know. that the blue and pink Alpine to me is, is 10 out of 10 is the 10th out of 10. So you like it best of all. No, 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 no. It's 10th <laughs> out of 10. It is the worst one, not the best one. <laughs> Oh boy. Pink isn't my favorite color for a car, but yeah, me either. But considering I, it's different. It's different than everybody else and it's and I just kind of like it. I I just got to be honest. I like it. You know, the only right. thing that I yeah, the 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 like the hub, the outside of the hub on the wheel, they could have done more with, but I kind of like it. I I think it'll grow on you during the year. We'll see. It didn't last year, so <laughs> Well then, but well, we'll, we'll see, see. We'll see if it does. We'll see. You know, it might a little bit, but all right. <laughs> I, I think when it's out there with all the other cars, you know, it's going to stand out. You know, along with it, the definitely Aston will stand out. I will give you that. It will <laughs> definitely stand out. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we uh, we want to move on to the hot seat. Sure. Alrighty. So hot seat question for you. Ooh, I'll put you me, back great. in the hot seat again. Oh, wonderful. Given that we've now seen all of the car launches okay. and we're nearing, nearing the start <laughs> of the season. Oh, so close. Of course, we still have preseason testing to do, but there's this is yes. why I wanted to ask it now and not be not after preseason testing because it might change your answer. OK, I want you to give me two or three wild predictions for the season, but predictions you think actually have a chance of happening. So you want two or three wags, wild blank guesses. Yeah. <laughs> you want yes. two or three wags of things that... That could actually happen. Wild means not, I you know, I'm, I can't just give a standard answer here. I got to come up with something really interesting. Right. So saying Max is going to win the title is not a wild prediction. Yeah. <laughs> saying that Mick Schumacher is going to win the title is a wild prediction, but has next to no chance of happening. So I want, I'm looking for something hmm. that could happen, but it's kind of out there. So, well, okay, so let's, let's <laughs> okay, I believe that Haas's choice to go with Hulkenberg is not going to pay off the in spades. Okay. That's one thing I will predict. He will be better, but I don't think he's going, I think he's pretty much a late season David Coulthard kind of guy. That's not that wild of a prediction, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Not that wild. Well, what, what I'm saying is 
I mean, that's a pretty reasonable take, to be honest. <laughs> I think Haas is struggling, and I think they're going to continue to struggle. So my yeah. my so my wag is that Haas finishes last. Okay. And okay. that Williams finishes better than Haas and maybe better than McLaren. I'm gonna say that the McLaren, bottom that would be the a, bottom three are gonna be Haas, McLaren, and Williams. That would be a dramatic fall off for McLaren. Well, they that's that, fifth, fifth that's what I, I'm gonna make a wild blank guess that <laughs> that wow. uh, that Williams is not on the bottom of the roster at the end of the season, and that okay. either McLaren or Haas and maybe maybe Haas is going to be down there. I think Alpine is going to do better this year than they did last year now, which means they might be a solid fourth. Yeah, they're not going to barely be fourth. And then this is in regard to Mercedes. Um, I it's you know it's hard to say that Lewis is going to go a whole nother season and not win. So I think yeah. Lewis will not do that. I think he's going to get a win. Okay. The, this year, but I think that the George is going to outperform him uh, throughout the okay. year. Okay. I I think George is going to. I'm going to say that George finishes with more points at the end of the year than Lewis. Interesting. Okay, okay. that's number two. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. See, that did happen last year, but there were potentially some mitigating circumstances for yeah. that. So happening twice in a row is, I would say, unlikely, but it certainly could happen. I, I think it's going to be uh, significant. Okay. I, I think, okay. in other words, I think George is, I think George is getting better, and I think Lewis is getting older, and I think that he, yeah, he has, it does he, happen. He has divided interest, and I think that's going to be more. Uh, he doesn't see it that way, but of course, who mm. does when they're the guy that's in the middle? <laughs> right, right, right. Sometimes you know, you, know you, you can't see it for yourself, but other people can. So that's what I think. Um, okay. And then, but it's still kind of a wild guess because it's Lewis Hamilton, seven-time right. champion. You know, right? Uh, of course, <laughs> like yeah. I, you know. Now, now, if he's given, if if the Mercedes turns out to be head and shoulders the best car on the grid, then who knows what's going to happen? But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't think that's going to happen this year. Um, and then I think the last wild prediction <laughs> or guess here, the last wag is going to be that I think Ferrari is going to be the team to beat this year. Ooh. I think Ferrari is going to give Red Bull a run for their money this year. And Ooh, they might wind spicy. up winning the championship. I, I see it. I think Ferrari is going to do better than anybody thinks. Okay. Because I think I think you're going to have an unleashed. You're going to have more reliability. You're going to have an unleashed uh, Charles Leclerc. He's, yeah. You've got they got rid of Bonotto. I think they're good. They've straightened out their strategy over the winter. <laughs> and uh, well, we have to say that we're Americans, um, right? Of course. And then, <laughs> not to beat around the bush, <laughs> but oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, anyway, so I think they're, I think Ferrari is going to be like, they're not going to be an also ran. And I, I still think Max is probably going to win, but I don't think it's going to be super easy. I, I think it's going to be a battle. I think we've got a good season coming up. Yeah. I, I can okay. predict that Vegas is going to be exciting, but that would be like predicting the sun's going to come up tomorrow. So, right, right. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any exciting, uh, any complete wild, yeah, I have any two. wags you want to throw out there. Yeah, I have two offhand, and I can probably invent a third one. 
Um, <laughs> the the first one is kind of in line with what you just said. My okay. wild prediction, which is the same as it was last year, and okay. it'll probably be the same as it'll be next year, and it'll just still be the same until it pays off. Um, What's that? <laughs> Charles Leclerc will be the champion this year. Okay. That's my wild okay. prediction. Okay. It's possible. It's more possible this year than last year. I agree. That is true. I I gotta admit, I don't really think it'll happen. But okay. man, I want it to happen really bad. Okay. So, I it's my wild prediction that I think I think there's a good shot, but it's it's kind of a long shot, right? Okay. So, second one, Fernando Alonso will win a race. That's my second prediction. Oh, interesting. Yes, I think I Alonso. Agree with that. I think that the right set of circumstances will uh, transpire and he'll find himself in that spot and he's going to go for it and it'll happen. And his competitive juices are going to go nuts and blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep. Okay. How how many races will... No, I was going to (laughs) say... How many races will Lance take both of them out on? (laughs) Oh, no. Teasing, teasing. Oh, come on. Come on, Lance. The season hasn't even started yet. Come on, give him a break. I'm just going back to Coda last year. (laughs) No, I know, I know. Uh, Hopefully zero races that that'll happen. Okay, okay. um, So my wild prediction and my, my third one is... And I'm going to go in the opposite direction of you on this. So this will be interesting to see how it plays out over the year. Okay. And it is purely because I'm a massive fan of his. But I think <laughs> Hulkenberg is actually going to surprise people with how well well he'll do. Okay. And that Haas will actually take a couple of steps forward. And they'll be above, let me think, uh, Alpha, Alpha Tari, Al- Alpha Romeo, Alpha Tari, and Williams pretty comfortably. And they'll be fighting with maybe Aston and McLaren in the midfield. That's kind of where I'm thinking. Okay. Well, I was going to ask you, okay, so there, we thank you for that. Yep. Who do you think is going to come in fifth? Like assuming Al- Al- Alpine takes fourth, assuming that, and assuming that Mercedes, Ferrari, and Red Bull are going to be the top three again, and sure. assuming Alpine is going to be fourth, but we don't have to assume that. Yeah. Who do you think is going to be in fifth this year? Who is the best of the mid pack? In other my words? honest take is McLaren because really, yeah, because they they were only fifth last year because of Ricardo, and if they have a better yeah. driver okay. who's more consistent in that second seat, they'll get fifth again. And so you think they're going to outperform Fernando and 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 Aston Martin hands down? Yes. But I wouldn't be entirely surprised if Aston just comes out swinging this year and they take yeah. a massive step forward. But I, yeah. I'm not I, I I tend to be kind of conservative in my expectations for the year. It's like, well, this is broadly. Wild. We're wild blank guess. I know, I know. Broadly, <laughs> but you asked me a genuine question. Well, actually, here. I asked you a legit question. This yeah. Time. So right. broadly speaking, I think the finishing order will be roughly how it was last year. But okay. I think there will be micro differences. Like I don't, I, I wouldn't expect Williams to be to become fourth or, or, or sorry, fifth or sixth in the standings. Okay. And I also wouldn't expect Red Bull to be, you know, fifth or sixth. Like that's just that's just not going to happen. But okay. I broadly think McLaren will probably be in roughly the same place they were last year. Maybe a bit better, but we'll see. Well, I all I know is. It's about to start. <laughs> it absolutely is. What next Thursday is when we start let testing get, in Bahrain. Let me get the actual. Pretty sure. Pretty sure we start February twenty third on... through twenty fifth. 
Yes. That is this coming Thursday through Saturday. This coming Thursday. There's less than a week. We're down to six days and we start testing. Yeah, we are recording this on Friday because... Yeah, we're recording this Friday, so... We normally do Mondays, but there's a lot going on this Monday. We're busy on Monday. Yeah. (laughs) So less than a week for us. Yes. So by the time this goes out, it'll be two days away. By the time this goes out. In two more days. I know. <laughs> if you're listening to this on Tuesday. Two more days. Oh, man. We That's do testing. Be and then, and then a week later, doom, 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 the season starts. Oh, it actually is literally a week after that. Yeah, it's, it's March a week 3rd. after testing. March 3rd. We've survived. Wow. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> man, oh, Already. man. I hope I don't die before then. Yeah, (laughs) but over the weekend, I know you're looking forward to the Daytona 500. I kind of am. You know, it's racing. It's like I'm so done with winter. I'm done with holidays. Blah 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 blah. (laughs) President's Day, Valentine. Yeah, forget it. Yeah, we need to get back to racing. I know. (laughs) And they're starting. The pitchers and catchers are showing up for spring training pretty soon. Here, it's like, oh man, this is. We're finally getting back into spring. (laughs) <laughs> so slowly, slowly but surely, we're getting into spring, which the beginning of the Formula One season is the best because you have the whole season yeah. in front of you. It's like when you're a kid and, and, and you just start summer vacation. I just used to think about, oh, man, you know, I don't have to go back to school until and when I was a kid, you had three months off, mm. you know, or so you got out in June, you went back in September. So July, August, September. Yeah, you had like three mm. months off. So mid-June to mid-September. Mm. And it was, you know, public school and, you know, when I was a kid in the 60s, <laughs> you know, like elementary. And that was yeah. so much fun. It was so much fun because, you know, that it just seemed like forever. And then, you know, and then in the middle of the summer, you're like, wow, you know, I still. But then, you know, eventually you're like, <laughs> you know, the, yeah, uh, but then you embrace it and everything. So <laughs> anyway, but I am done. I hate the dark season. It's almost over. You know, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Ready for some warmth, some sunshine, and some racing. So I hope Daytona is a great race. But yeah, Daytona should be fun. We may talk about it, but I, I imagine we'll be preoccupied with what happened over testing. So <laughs> exactly, exactly because yeah, we, we yeah because this might be the last true off season podcast that we have. Honestly, yeah, it could be. It could be because next time we will probably be talking about any breaking news and we'll be talking about testing. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. For those of you that have stuck through and listened to us during the off season, we thank you. Absolutely. And, uh, if you want to uh, send us any comments or anything, anything, anything at all, suggestions, whatever you want, topic ideas, you can reach us at Dan at with my or Matt two T's at with my Yep. Absolutely. So we will be back then in one week's time where we will be talking about preseason testing. I normally, (laughs) in previous seasons, haven't cared enough to watch them. But given that we've followed it so closely over the past year, I'm excited to watch all of it this this year. So. All right. So we'll uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. So until then, thanks so much for listening and take care of yourselves.